a Christian McCaffrey trade has sent ripples through the fantasy community, and luckily it is distracted from how bad last week's sleepers picks were. Um, but with fantasy scoring being down 20% this year uh, compared to this point last year, it's not shocking at all that sleepers are becoming harder and harder to come by. Daniel Jones, of course, after me hyping up his running ability, doesn't really run at all, but did end up as quarterback 17 on the week. Didn't kill you, but definitely wasn't what we were hoping for. Uh, DJ Dallas played a season-high snaps of 34%. Uh, the problem is he only ran the ball twice for one yard, just a really, really poor showing, and uh, it's Kenneth Walker is just it at this point. He's going to be the guy there. Um, when it comes to Devin Duvernay, he had five targets, including two red zone targets, yet only turned that into one reception for 14 yards. And then Zach Gentry also disappeared off the face of the earth, only had one target, one catch, four yards. Just really, really bad, and I'll, I'll own that. Uh, sleepers are tough, uh, admittedly, especially when your, your uh, resident experts in Wyatt and Tyler, who have been killing it in the weekly rankings this year, are doing as good as they are. It makes it that much harder. But as we know and as we've seen from this Christian McCaffrey trade, the fantasy landscape can change in an instant, and some players come out of nowhere very, very quickly to have some relevancy. So let's jump right in to this week's sleepers, starting with quarterback. White and Tyler have Jimmy Garoppolo ranked as the quarterback 16 on the week. Um, the 49ers defense is incredibly injured. Uh, a couple guys are slowly returning to practice, but they're going to likely still be without some key pieces during this matchup against the Chiefs. And this Chiefs team is a great offense. We know that. We know how good they can be. Their only softer games have been against the Bills, who have the number one defense in football right now by DVOA. Um, but Jimmy comes in with a very great spot this week, especially with the upgrade that he receives in his backfield with Christian McCaffrey, even if he only plays a limited set of plays. The Chiefs are allowing the third most points to quarterbacks, the fifth most points to running backs, the third most to wide receivers, and the 13th most to tight ends. The volume should be there for Jimmy G, who has been a quarterback one in the past two weeks, um, ranking as quarterback nine, I believe, in both of those weeks. Um, since he's taken over the starting role for Trey Lance, Jimmy G has been a uh, sneaky, nice streaming option. Uh, I, I nicknamed him randomly Jimmy Flores last year doing these articles uh, prior to the videos because he offered a very nice floor every week, but the ceiling is starting to show that it is some quarterback one upside for Jimmy. So against a Chiefs team that has been very susceptible to other offenses so far this year, I'm going to take that chance. Looking at running back, we're looking at Khalil Herbert, running back 39 in our weekly rankings. The Bears have come out and said, we're going to take the hot hand approach with the running backs moving forward. And I personally believe that means we see more play out of Herbert. Herbert has been one of the more efficient runners of the football in 2022, where he currently sits at 10th in rushing yards, despite being 46th in snap share. I'm, and I believe this continues against the New England defense that, while very solid so far this year, is very beatable against the run, currently sitting at 27th in rushing uh, DVOA. While Herbert doesn't get a ton of receiving work and isn't quite the blocker David Montgomery is, he should still be getting some decent volume, and he should continue getting red zone touches, which he currently sits at 10th in football for the most red zone touches amongst running backs. If Herbert continues to be very efficient and continues getting this workload that he's already getting, plus with some more touches due to being the quote-unquote hot hand, as he is a better rusher than David Montgomery is, if he takes a... a a larger jump up in the passing game or the passing game has to take a back seat against a very solid New England pass defense, then I think Khalil Herbert can really outperform his running back 39 ranking on the week. Next up, we have Josh Reynolds, who is sitting at wide receiver 51 in our weekly rankings. Reynolds has been sneaky good this year after not doing much of anything for most of his career. Currently sitting just outside wide receiver two range on the season in points per game, Reynolds had, has 10 targets in two of his last three games and eight in the other game. That volume is very nice, and while 
Amon Ross St. Brown was out for one of those games. The volume was still there when he has been there, and he's getting a lot of red zone targets with three red zone targets in back-to-back games and currently sitting at sixth amongst all wide receivers in red zone targets. He's been a favorite of golf in that part of the field, and that should continue against a Dallas defense that admittedly has been top three against the pass, but you know, Trayvon Diggs is beatable as we've seen in the past. And if Diggs is following Amon Ross St. Brown around the field, which I do believe he will for this game, then there's a very good chance that Josh Reynolds finds the end zone again, or at least gets a consistent enough volume to beat his wide receiver 51 ranking and finishes well within the wide receiver two or three range. Last up is Dalton Schultz, our tight end 27 in our weekly rankings. Schultz being inactive last week was a bit of a surprise, I think, for a lot of people, especially since he had no injury designation heading into the weekend. Whether that means he had a setback on Saturday, they decided the rotation of Peyton Hendershot and Jake Ferguson was better for Cooper Rush, or they just wanted to give Schultz another game, uh, similar to maybe the Jonathan Taylor situation where Jonathan Taylor chose to sat out that game. Maybe Schultz chose to sit out this game. We don't really know at this point, but he is practicing again without an injury designation. And we know that Dak and Cooper, or sorry, Dak and Dalton Schultz have a great connection that has boded well for fantasy production in the past. This Detroit team is dead last in past DVOA, uh, which is their defensive value over average. So their defense has been very, very bad against the past, as we know. That's why their offense has been so prolific as well, is because they're having to throw the ball a lot to stay in games. We know this. Dallas team has had its ups and downs this year. It's sitting at four and two, which is a solid record, but currently third in the division as the Giants have been really good and the Eagles have been great. If this connection shows us what it can be after what it's been in the past, that bodes really well for Dallas to come back swinging and Dalton to smash his ranking on the week. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. As always, my name is Jake. You can follow me on Twitter at Perry underscore FF. Make sure you check out all of the other JWB content that we put out through this YouTube channel and through the Twitter feed at JWB underscore FF. Make sure that you check out our weekly rankings for any of your questions that you do have coming up. Shoot us a message, hop in our Discord, subscribe to this YouTube channel and like the video if you like the video. And as always, we will see you next week. (laughs) 